Hello and welcome to the No Ordinary Gal podcast. I am your host, Laura. This is the show where we will be celebrating the normal, the average, the everyday girl. And I'll be sharing stories from ladies who may seem to fit that bill, but to me, they're really rather extraordinary. So come along with us and discover how you too are No Ordinary Gal. Today's guest is Moira Barber, and of all the ladies on this show, she is the one who cannot deny just how extraordinary she is, though I've got a feeling she may try to. I've had the pleasure of knowing Moira since my early primary school days when I was in a class with her son Dean, and pretty soon after starting school, I had the privilege of calling her sensei when me and most of the rest of our class joined her karate club. Moira has had an extremely impressive karate career, which she kicked off by representing Great Britain in the very first Ladies European Championships and winning the very first Ladies Medal for Great Britain in Kumite. She went on to perform at European and World Tournaments and picked up many more trophies along the way and even had a say in the casting of the film The Karate Kid. She naturally went on to teach and has trained countless children and adults, seeing them through to their black belts. In 2009, she branched off to start her own karate association, Kaichukai, which rather fittingly means strength and unity. Outside of the dojo, she is just as determined and nurturing in equal measure. And it wasn't until she was in her 50s that she left her office-based role to pursue a career more in line with her karate work and qualified as a personal trainer and sports therapist. And you'll now find her in the gym helping people on a journey to full health. She is the most amazing role model and to me has always been the living embodiment of girl power. Moira Barber, Sensei, welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. That was that was lovely. That yeah. was really nice. Do you think yeah. that's a good yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, some of the things in there I'd even forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were good. Oh, they were good. Um, the the first um, first ever ladies European Championships is true. Um, but as you know in karate there's various different bodies so that yeah. was under our particular governing body at that time mm-hmm. just so that that's that's clear and then, yeah you know but uh, yeah that was pretty special because when I started karate in the dojo at that mm-hmm. time the only it was only the men that could do competition oh. fighting yeah, yeah we could do the kata or kata whatever people call it mm-hmm. um, but we were not allowed to do competition fighting and I used to pursue it all the time and mm. ask for it and ask for it and ask for it and keep asking my sensei yeah, like, yeah. can we do it can we do it and I remember getting a phone call at work and um, it was my sensei and he said alright there's a, a women's competition being set up at Crystal Palace this Saturday now I think he phoned me on the Thursday or something oh wow <laughs> <laughs> um, a guy down the road is letting his his women take part so I can't really hold you back anymore um, so if you want to do it, do it, and that was it. That was my first competition. So I went off on my own to Crystal Palace, no prep or anything. Oh, wow. Just turned up. We were all really, really raw. All the women there didn't have a clue what we were doing. Really, we didn't yeah. know the rules or anything, but we just got on with it. And that, um, I think, probably about a year or two after that, the women's squad was formed. So it all stemmed from that. From that, and you was part yeah. of that very first competition. I was very. I was part of that, and the the woman that. Um, set that up to start with was or had a big say in setting that up was pushing women forward for fighting as well mm. i didn't know her very well at the time her name was paula young mm. uh, no paula young that's that's no forget paula young because paula young <laughs> is someone completely different um paula let's just say paula and then yeah. the name will come back to me uh yeah and she set that up and a few years later she was on the same squad as i was and we both took part in um the world championships later on so wow. yeah, that that was pretty good. Amazing. Yeah, that was good, but it all seems a lifetime ago now. But um, yeah. yeah. So let's take it back. So first of all, we've dived in without asking the main question. Do you think you are an ordinary or an extraordinary gal? I don't think I'm extraordinary. Um, I'd say I'm I'm ordinary in the sense that, like all other women, that are ambitious. Yeah. Um, I've always got something that I'm chasing most yeah. of the time without even realising yeah. that I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll do something and then, or something, oh, I could do that, you know, mm. why don't I do this? So I think that is not so exceptional these days. But yeah. Back in the day, yeah. when I first um, 
sort of started karate yeah yeah it was it it that wasn't ordinary yeah because i started with a class of 50 50 beginners at that mm-hmm. time because it was a bruce lee era yeah. so everyone started everyone karate. To do it, yeah um and there were three women yeah so that's that was pretty extraordinary i suppose yeah but, um no i don't see myself as that mm-hmm. i see myself just as uh this is this is my lifestyle yeah these are the things i like doing yeah um it's nice that some of the things or a lot of the things now funny enough it's i would say it's only recently that i'm realizing mm-hmm. what an impact um the things i've done has had on other people yeah and I didn't know that. And it's yeah. probably, again, through lockdown, yeah, yeah. through having a different relationship with my students and things yeah. like that, um, that things have been said. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very rewarding yeah. to know what is being said. But I didn't stop to think about it. Yeah. You just get on with it every yeah. day. You do what you do. Um, and I had one, young, one of my young students recently um, asked if she could do her essay on me. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, she drafted it out and she sent it in. Uh, she sent me a copy before she sent it in, mm. and it was really touching because yeah. I, I did not realise yeah. that this young girl who's now thirteen, she's been with me since she was six. Yeah, I didn't think she looked at me like that. I yeah, thought yeah, she was yeah. just scared of me. <laughs> 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 I just think everyone's scared of me yeah. after t- half the time, you know. But. <laughs> to see that and then the same girl asked if I thought it would be possible for her mm. to do what I'm doing so I said what mm. do you mean she said you know I'd like to do have my career like yours I said what do you mean a karate instructor and she said well yeah but everything like yeah. the personal trainer the yeah. sports therapy and she's got to choose her options and oh, okay, that's yeah. why she's asking. Yeah. And I said, well, yeah. I said, if I can do it. Yeah. I said, and I started it late. There's much more opportunity for you now. Yeah, yeah. I said, you do a sports science degree and you could do the karate as well. Yeah. And to, as soon as I said it to her, her face lit up. Oh. And I thought, you know, you don't realise the influence yeah. you have on people. Yeah. And it's, it's such a positive one. It's such a lovely... It is. It is to be a part of. And I, I think it's given me a different... I mean, I can never change the way I am in karate because I've been doing it for so long. So mm. I think I've mellowed a lot. Yeah. Um, I've learned how to manage people a lot better. Yeah. Um, but every now and again, that old sensei comes out and, yeah. and I think it's needed. Yeah. It's, it's needed just to keep standards and to keep everyone respectful and yeah. the discipline side. Yeah. Um, but then when you... you you think that's all you're doing and you get a young girl say that you think oh well it can't be that bad I can't be that hard yeah (laughs) yeah yeah the fact that she wants to mimic the fact that she wants to mimic yeah oh that's lovely so it is good it is good and I I think it's the strange thing is that I've always or the majority of time been in a male dominated world yeah and I never ever even considered that yeah it never even occurred to me yeah it was only other people say well i think i was reading an article in a martial arts magazine once and they it probably was an article that they'd, i'd been in yeah, yeah, yeah and they'd put in this male dominated uh, activity and I yeah thought, i never thought of it like that before yeah and then when i look at it now yeah it is a male dominated activity it mm. was it was hard mm. for women to push through it was hard for women to go up the grades as well and mm. to be considered as instructors. But we've done it. My, myself yeah. and a generation of women that started yeah. around the same time as me have done that. Yeah. And it is still male-dominated. You don't get too many females that run their own clubs in yeah. comparison to the males. Yeah. But you do get the same respect. Yeah. And, and, I, and that's what matters. Not yeah. that it's male-dominated... But you you do it, you get the same respect. Yeah. And then personal training. You go into personal training and you think, oh, this will be interesting. Now, I would say 90% of my clients are male. Really? Yeah. That 90% of my clients are male. And all different ages. Mm-hmm. I've got from um, 15-year-old boys mm-hmm. to... 
an 80-year-old gentleman. Wow. And in between, you've got people in their um, 20s, their 30s, their 40s, mm. their 50s. All a big range group. Yeah. But the majority are male. Wow. And again, you just think, they haven't even considered the fact that I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah. They've just considered the fact that they think I can do the job. Yes, yeah. So that's, that's pretty really, cool. Yeah, that is very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it took a long way mm. for women to come in equality. Yeah. And I think certainly, like you say, in an industry like yours, to have that respect and it not even be yeah. considered an issue no. is a huge testament. And again, that was something that I didn't even think about. Mm. It was a colleague of mine that said, she said, I think it's so good that the, the, the men come and train with you. They don't yeah. think anything of it. They come and train with you. And I said, yeah. I don't know what that is. I think maybe it's because I have always been in that environment yeah. that I can relate to it. Yeah. I can relate to them. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So your colleague, is your colleague younger? Because I'm wondering if it is a bit more about, like you say, like the life experience and the way... Yeah, I'm the oldest one. Yeah. And, and this is another thing. Um... Yeah, it probably is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is that, and the way you can. I know how to to speak to people these days, but yeah. it could be the life experience. But um, where I work, um, I am the oldest person. Mm. I'm the one that started off. Everyone did degrees. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity. In in when I was at school. Yeah. I think there was only two people at the whole school that went on to do degrees and they yeah. were the head boy and the head girl yeah. in the school at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest of us all generally just got jobs. Yeah. That's what we did. Um, yeah. Our families couldn't have afforded to send us to. Mm. Uh, my family certainly couldn't have afforded to send me to uni uh, university. So you got on, you got on, went into jobs. It's completely different now. Mm. These people I work with have all got degrees. Yeah. I have trained later in life, as you say in your introduction, your nice introduction. <laughs> um, I've got my PT qualification in my early 50s, and that happens as a result. It's funny how life changes your paths yeah. without you even knowing. Yeah. Um, it was the right timing for me. I just lost my sister. Mm. I got made redundant from work, but. I wasn't into my work at that time. I was sitting at a desk doing um, sales and marketing and shipping, yeah, yeah. and I'd lost interest in it. Yeah. I'd lost the heart for it and everything, and they made me redundant. And at that time, uh, your friend Dean <laughs> was, you know, independent. He'd gone. He we had no dependents. Kerry and Dean were earning. Mm -hmm. They were self sufficient. So I chatted to Paul, uh, my husband Paul, and I said. Uh, why don't I try and use some of this redundancy money? Mm. Uh, first of all, why don't I try and set karate up for myself yeah. and run it now yeah. properly? I've yeah. only ever done it as a hobby. Yeah. Let me try and run it as a full-time job. Yeah. And um, I said, and as a backup, why don't I use some of the money, redundancy money, to get my personal training qualification? Yeah. And that's how that came about. Ah. So I got that, and then... Where I work now is the injury clinic. Yeah. Um, I was a client there at the time. Mm. And the owner said to me, well, what are you going to do with the qualification? So I said, I haven't thought that far yet. Mm. And she said, well, would you like a job here? So getting back to the age thing, she had a master's in mm. sports science. Mm. She was at that time probably about, I'd say, early 30s. Mm -hmm. There's me in my early 50s yet she's offered me a job, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I haven't got a, a degree or anything yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was very very impressed that someone that young yeah. didn't look at the age yeah. they looked at the person yeah. and and that's that's been the way all the way through that where I've worked there yeah. they've not thought about it's. I think it's me more that thinks the age about yeah. the age it's yeah. not them yeah. you know yeah but then again, I do forget my age sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like you say, just the very fact that that was what you wanted to do, go and retrain as at that point in your life mm. just shows that you're not really your typical people in your age bracket without wanting to 
offend anyone, but no, it's you true. Are, it's, it's true. Not um, many fifty-year-olds would go and retrain to be a personal trainer to do something that active. You know they don't. But then um, leading on from that, you, you're right, and I'll tell you another little story about that in a minute. Um, then what happened was I started doing um, powerlifting. Oh, okay. Right? So around the same time, yeah. the owner of the clinic is a uh, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. So I said to her, "Okay, um, train me, teach me." Yeah. So she taught me all the, um, yeah, all the powerlifting techniques and everything wow. and stuff in there. So that was early fifties. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. It it was like karate. It's very technical. Yeah. You have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. And everyone around me is thinking. Why are you doing that? You know, at your age. <laughs> but I said, well, because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it and I'm feeling the benefits of it and I yeah. can do it. Yeah. You know, if I yeah. couldn't physically do it, fair enough. Yeah. But she, again, was so good. Yeah. Didn't look at it as, this is an older person. I'll yeah. be I'll be nice to her. Yeah, no, yeah. trust me. I was worked yeah. so hard and probably got in the best shape of my life that I'd been since I'd had kids. Yeah. That that was amazing, yeah. you know, um, and then with again like with with the age thing, I then did I was sitting at the clinic doing my personal training, uh, covering the shift, and people would phone up for a sports massage, mm. and I couldn't do it, so I'd mm. have to say to them, "Well, there's no one here. I'll book you in in a few days' time." And I thought, yeah. "This is silly. Why don't I just go and train yeah. and get my sports therapy qualification?" Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did, went yeah. off again, and this is when we, we went go right back to the beginning where you think, well, I've done that, that's enough. Yeah. Oh, I might as well just do this. Yeah. I might as well just, just do all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I did that, and now when sometimes I have clients while I'm treating them or they're consulting with me, and they're not happy in their jobs, mm. and they talk, start talking about changing their careers mm. and things like that. Oh, but I'm too old now, I'm like, 40 I'm 45 yeah. and I look at them and I say no 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 let yeah. me tell you a story yeah yeah <laughs> and I tell them what I did and you can see it's registering it yeah, yeah and they're yeah. thinking okay I said it's never too late yeah. trust me if you if you're not happy yeah and you want to change yeah you you can change yeah it's never too late and and you've got to take a risk sometimes oh definitely yeah I mean I was lucky I was in a position where like I say kids were self-sufficient yeah uh, had a husband who was earning money, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a little bit of a safety net. Yeah. Um, but if people have that and and they've got something that can kind of act as a little safety net, yeah, take yeah. the risk. Oh, definitely. And I think nine times out of ten, when you're taking a risk on something you're passionate about, very rarely does it backfire. You know, usually yeah. it works out because yeah. you've got that drive and that passion to make it work. Yeah. And I and I've. I've also got a lot of good people around me. Yeah. So as far as the karate goes, I mean, to start my own association, that was mm. a big, big thing. Yeah. So know. let's talk about that. So previously yeah. you were part of, you were, you were your own teacher, you were a sensei, but under another yeah. association. I was under another association um, where I started and I've mm. been with them, oh, let me think now, that's got to be over 35 years that I was with them. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, probably longer than that. But yeah. anyway, close to forty years that yeah. I was with them. Uh, great times. Had mm. great times. I was taught by um, Tiki Donovan, mm. who was the British coach at the time. Amazing coach, mm. amazing teacher. Um, I've a lot of the skills that I've got technically, mm. I've got from him and other people around at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you evolve yeah you know and it got to the stage where i, I had my clubs with inishinru yeah. and i was on a, a, a senior instructor there mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. uh but i started seeing changes and changes that i didn't like yeah you know so without going into all the the political side of it all yeah it felt the right time for me to go yeah um and it was a really hard decision yeah. it was not an easy decision I'd grown up with it. Yeah, I, you know, I was still at school when I started karate, yeah. and I'd grown up. My children did Ishinru. We went to the summer courses together. It was a whole family, friends, everything. Um, and my instructor, I'd known practically all my life, mm. so it was a big, big decision. Mm. And I'm very much one for loyalty. Yes, yeah. 
So I'm very big on that. Um, but I do feel all the time I was there, mm. I gave that. Yeah, yeah. I gave 100%. Mm. It just was the right time yeah. to move on. Yeah. Um, so I took that chance and then I started Kai Cho Kai and never looked back. Yeah. And it's been amazing. And I can't, sometimes now I sit here and I think, this is mine. Yeah. I've done this. Yeah. You know, and I look at the people that I've got. And I, I mean, we're looking at a photo board I was gonna say, as we we're, talk. We're in Moira's office now and she's got um, a big wooden cutout 10, a one and a zero for their 10th anniversary, which was last year, am I right in saying? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, last year. Last year. And yeah. it's covered in photos of, of students, past, present and everything in between. And it's really interesting because I went back to train with Moira when I was, I think I was about 19, I went back after doing it as a kid and there are children on this board that were juniors when I joined, kind of five, six, little white belts in the class before I went in, who are now your junior instructors Yeah, that have gone all the way through. Yeah. And that in yeah. itself, just watching individuals that you've had from such a young age I know. to being adults and being black belts and teaching yeah. themselves yeah. is... I mean, it, it's 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 very rewarding, and the good part about it is that we've all got such a mutual respect for each other. Yeah, you know, it goes both ways. Yeah, um, I respect them because they turn up and train regularly. They're yeah. dedicated. Yeah. Uh, they're respectful. Um, they give me back a lot of support, mm. um, and in return, I want to help them get as far as they can in, in their karate, yeah. um, which we have done now. We've gone to, as an association, uh, we've now gone to internationals, we've gone yeah. to um, world championships, we've yeah. gone to Europeans, we were in Malta last year. Yeah. We were due to go again this year before lockdown, Yeah. So, but we are just growing and growing and growing and yeah. it's it's nice to, to see that. And I wouldn't have thought that 10 years ago was a, a big risk. Yeah. And it could have gone either way, but yeah. um, it hasn't. It's gone the right way. And yeah. it's, it's it's going to always be there now. I hope it's always going to be there. You yeah. know, my, my one thing is that as I get older, yeah. again, and, I keep, and I've been saying this for five years, so yeah. I don't know when, <laughs> when this is going to happen, my younger instructors mm. take on more. They keep it yeah. running, they keep it going, they keep it going, and I can just be there and watch and look back yeah. at it and... Yeah, enjoy it. Know that you created no, that. I created that. Yeah, so it's and it, it's a family affair, isn't it? Because Kerry is an instructor as well now, isn't she? Your daughter. Kerry's an instructor. Kerry got back involved um, when I left Ishinru and started my own association. There, it was a, a big emotional time as yeah, well. Of course. Um, and they, she knew what I'd gone through because she, mm. she's trained and Dean's trained and everything. So. She helped me when we started off. She helped me to set up and do things and everything. Then she got back into training. Mm. And now, yeah, 10 years on, she's got her club. She's yeah. got two clubs that she runs. Yeah. Um, and she helps massively on the social media side yeah. with, with um, the karate because she's more able to do that yeah. side than I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as far as promoting the club and keeping us all together, mm. she, that's her thing. She, yeah. She's very, very good at that. Yeah. Um, students love her. Yeah. She's got a good good way with them all, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yes, it's a bit of a teamwork. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And you, like you say, you've got such good people around you. I mean, the faces here, like I said, I'm looking out of faces I've known for years and again your um your other instructors were at school with me yes and trained a couple of years older yeah. than me Martin and David Martin and David and then if you if you look up there that's Martin's little boy yeah that's what I mean you uh, get well, to we, go into the next generation yeah. now as well which is just I'm like a, a nanny sensei now oh, <laughs> oh how lovely yeah there's a few of them that have had uh, children now so yeah it's pretty good Pretty That's good. so it's amazing. It's very, very good. Um, we've we've now teamed up with a, a group called Karate England as well, mm -hmm. and the, the purpose for that is I I like to give um, steps kind of thing for my yeah. students. I like them to have a progression. Yeah. But I like them to earn that po progression. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. Un you know, unfortunately now. International badges are just given out. Yeah. England badges are just given out. They can yeah. be given out to six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, yeah. eight-year-olds. 
I don't want that for my students. Yeah. I feel that when I got my my uh, uh, Great Britain badge, mm. I had earned it. Yeah. I had blood, sweat and tears to yeah, get yeah, that yeah. and all the emotions that go with it. Yeah. And I wanted them to have that. Yeah. Um, because it means something then. Oh, you definitely. Know, it means something. And I've done that, and I can honestly say now that the ones that I have, that I've given and put forward to get their um, uh, England badge have earned it. Yeah. And they've been through all that same emotion, yeah. and they've grown with it. So what I've done now is um, I've decided to go with this group because I think they can offer us more. Yeah. So we start, we do all the club-level stuff, we do all the national level things like the English Championships, the British Championships. Then we join with this group mm -hmm. to do extra squad training. Yeah. And then when there's a European or Worlds, mm -hmm. we select the athletes to go. Yeah. So they feel they are being selected. They're not just given yeah. a badge to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how. But we joined them in February. Yeah. And lockdown happened in March, oh. so we haven't really got too too far with that. But um, it will all start up again now, yeah. hopefully. It'll so we, we've got something off. in line for September, October to do with them. So yeah. hopefully that will all start progressing. Amazing. So yeah, that's that's all pretty good. And then back to the age thing we we were saying about. Um, to start things at a, a later age and they're all physical things yeah, yeah yeah they're all physical things but thankfully for me it's it's not too difficult because i've always been into sport yeah yeah all through school in all the sports teams at school yeah you know then straight into karate then i used to play squash and go down the gym and sweep so i've always been active and mm. kept my body going mm. so for me my body wasn't shocked yes. into anything as yeah, such yeah yeah, yeah. um but other people would say to me, Are you sure you want to do this? Don't you think you should be slowing down? <laughs> and, uh, you know, oh, at your age, you you know, you should be like slowing down a bit. And I said, do you know what? I'll slow down when my body can't move yeah, anymore. Yeah, when it tells, <laughs> me, to. When it tells yeah. me to. But if I want to do it and I'm capable yeah. of doing it, I will do it. Go for it. You know, yeah. I'll go for it. And sometimes you think, oh yeah, you know, I just wish I could have a week off where I just sit around, read books, and watch telly. Yeah. The only time that happens is if I'm ill yeah. or on holiday. Yeah. Um, and I think I go for about a day, and then I think oh, I've got to do something Bored. now. Yeah. 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 Start twitching. Start twitching. Yeah. yeah. But no, um, I think Paul summed it up when I I've said to him recently. I said, I'm so lucky because I do a job that to me isn't work. Yeah. It's a hobby. Yeah. That I happen to earn money from. Yeah. I said, and I'm one of the lucky ones. Mm -hmm. And he turned around and said to me, you found your vocation. Yeah. And that sums it up. Yeah. yeah. I have found my vocation. Yeah. And I am one of the lucky ones. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It is amazing. And you've done it so successfully. I think it is very inspirational, like you say, to take that risk later on because mm. you know you like, like you say you had that little security blanket, but it is still it was still a huge thing, like you say, especially branching off well, on your own. You don't but want to fail. Off, you of don't course. want to fail, and there, there's always people out there that want you to fail. Yeah, you know, not everyone loves me. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are people out there that would want me to fail. Yeah. And that just drives you on. I was just going to say that for me, if you tell me I can't do something, I will make a point of proving yeah. you wrong yeah. and showing you that I can do exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Well, I remember you as a little... How old were you when you started? Six? Oh, uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Six coming into the dojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very determined. Yeah. Really then, going for yeah. it. And now I'm back the third and then, time. And then now you're back the third time. <laughs> third time lucky. But you yeah. want to do it. And yeah, I, I, I do, really, yeah. I know you will do it. I, I know you will go all the way this time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely about... It's, it's a very funny thing when you're a child, isn't it? And you take mm. on any sort of sport or club because nine times out of ten, it's going to be the parents that have initially introduced you into it and then it's going to be down to you and how you grow as to whether it is actually something you really want to do or mm. something you're just doing for parents. And I still very vaguely remember being sat in the dojo with you having that conversation when I said I didn't want to do it anymore. I Even remember. all these years yeah. on. And I remember because I... It's really weird. Both times I've changed. So the first time when I did it as a kid, 
I loved sparring. Yes. I didn't like cutter. Yeah. And then when I went back, when I was sort of 18, 19, and I rejoined, I loved doing cutter and I didn't want to spar. <laughs> I remember training with a black belt and just being so freaked out and being like, I can't do this. I don't want to fight anybody. It's not who I am. <laughs> and now that I've gone back, so I've gone back with Robin and within weeks of being there, it felt like a Moira dojo. That My mm. senseis now are just so similar to you very yeah. very similar and I'll, I'll come on to a question about that in a minute but I just felt like I was home again with karate everything yeah. felt so familiar and we'd already we'd been to another local club with Robin and I walked in and I was obviously always going to be overly critical because of my background and because mm. of the time that I spent with you but it just didn't feel right and I knew that wasn't the club for us and it wasn't the club for him mm. and I walked in here and they could have been part of Kai Chi Kai it was just it just mm. felt so lovely so welcoming um but still had the discipline that i was looking for the structure that i wanted because i think that's really important for kids i think karate is one of those i've always said to cameron when we had kids there's only two clubs that i ever want them to do and they can give up when they get to a point that they're competent in it mm -hmm. but they must learn to swim yeah and they must learn how to throw a decent punch yeah and that's that's it yeah that's all they've got to learn life-saving skills exactly yeah. that's exactly what i want and i always remember you saying that that karate is so misunderstood because it is a defence, not an attack. Mm. And you will teach me to throw a punch hard enough to knock someone out and then you'll give me the stamina to run, run away before they <laughs> get back up again. And I think that's really, really important. And I was really fortunate that at this club that went out with Robin within weeks and um, they'd announced a beginner's adult class. So it would have been rude for me not to rejoin. Yeah, and course. I'm absolutely loving training again but like I say they're so familiar to me and I don't know if that's because of you in your experience with all the people that you've met in in the karate scene do you think it is a sort of personality type that is drawn to karate or do you think karate then shapes you into the sort of person you become that's an interesting question mm. that is an interesting question um I think it's a little, it's like sitting on the fence here, but I think it's a little bit of both. Mm. But I do think if you reverse it, there are, and you say people are drawn to karate, sometimes you've got the wrong person, wrong type of people yeah. being drawn to karate. Yeah. Um, and in my experience, they are the people that don't last. Yeah. Um, and then if you say, again, you start to, when you start as children, it's very much your parents not all the time, yeah. but sometimes it's your parents taking you and everything else like that. Um, and you, you don't really want to be there. Some of the children mm. don't want to be there. And they're still mm. there at 13, 14, not really wanting to be there. Yeah. Um, I can generally tell from children yeah. uh, whether they're going to go the whole way or not. Yeah. Normally from about the age of 13, 14, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and you know by their personality as mm. well as not just about their technical ability mm. uh, and their love for it but you know by their personality yeah and most people i know in karate are quite humble yeah um they are honest mm -hmm. with themselves yeah. and in the dojo uh they respect each other they're not bullies mm -hmm. so when yeah. they're sparring with each other in the dojo yeah. it's a mutual respect of course each one wants to try and be the best yeah but there's no bullying and you you, t you can tell straight away when you catch someone that is yeah. taking advantage of someone else in the dojo yeah you know that person's not going to survive mm. then they're not mm. going to because they're not doing it for the right reason if they're doing it because their opponent has done that to them fair enough yeah but when they're, when they're taking advantage of other people or when they're out in front of a class instructing and they've got bullying tactics and everything, yeah. then they're not going to be around forever. No. You know, not nowadays anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it draws a certain person. I mean, for me personally, um, I was, um, what can I say? I was a tomboy yeah. when I was younger, yeah. very much a tomboy. And I wanted to start, they started an after-school judo club. Oh, okay. And I wanted to go, because mm -hmm. my two tomboy friends, yeah. <laughs> boys next door, were going. Yeah. I asked my mum and she said no. 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Judo's for boys. Oh. And she took me ballroom dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So she took me ballroom dancing, saying, yeah, I've got medals in, like, quick step and cha-cha-cha. And... Well, see, just the fact that you've said that is the fact that I know just from knowing you that that wouldn't have been, I'd have sent you to do jo, to Jodu. <laughs> Judo, <laughs> not but, but the fact that you still got medals in it that again shows your personality no. that if you're going to do something you're going to go for it. Yeah, I was dressed in little frilly dresses and oh, amazing. <laughs> I had a photo. I've got a photo somewhere. If I should have dug it out, but uh, there you go. You forget all these things though, yeah. and these are all the things. And then later on, I think it was my last year at school, or the third, what would have been the third year then mm. in. I don't know whatever it is now, the days, year eight, nine, nine, nine. Yeah, nine. Um, school holidays, summer holidays, and I'm looking for the Dagnan Post, and there was the ad for, for karate, and I cut it out, and I then said to my mum, can I go? Yeah. And she said, okay then. So off I went. We didn't have cars. Yeah, I did yeah. it on my own. Yeah, yeah. Got the bus, went, watched a class of orange belts. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, well, I had to be invited back in those days, because as oh, I said, it was the Bruce yeah, Lee yeah. boom. Yeah. Uh, so I went and watched this class of orange belts. I was amazed. Yeah. I thought they were the best thing ever. Yeah. And when I look back now, and I think they were novices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was absolutely amazed at it. Yeah. So that was it. I I started, and it's it's in the blood. Yeah. Um, but it drew me. I think partly because yeah, I was a tomboy. Yeah. But partly also, I like the. I always thought there was a mystery to it. Yeah. I always yeah. thought there was this side, like, it was special, that it was a secret, it was a karate thing, you learnt it, yeah. and it was something special that you had that no one else had. Yeah. That yeah. kind of side to yeah. it. I I wasn't, I didn't understand philosophy back in those days. Yeah. Didn't even think about it, but I do think there is a philosophy that goes with it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I have grown and grown to get more involved in that side of it as well, to yeah. to know that philosophy, yeah, and that goes with it, and so that side of it draws certain people, yeah, um, and then when you are there, yes, you can mould people yeah. as yeah. well, uh, in the way that I had um, a little boy start with me once, cried every lesson, mm. cried and cried every lesson, so his mum stopped him, brought him mm. back six months later, yeah. He stuck at it that time. He was still only young, still only about seven or eight. He turned out to be a third Dan international. Yeah, yeah. Because you do mould them and yeah. you give them the confidence to grow. Yeah. So you get that from karate, and I got that from karate. I, yeah. I, I was moulded. Sometimes I feel I was moulded in the wrong way, mm. but that comes very much from, um, you know, your instructors. Yeah. Uh, but then you find your own way yeah. and you, you mould yourself a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it does mould you. It moulds you in the way that you get confidence. Yes. Um, you can sort of sympathise with other people when they're struggling yeah. because you've been through that yourself. Because yeah. um, our, our training was intense, yeah. immensely. It was so hard. Yeah. Um, that when you've gone through that you can appreciate what other people have gone yeah. through I also failed my first belt oh really yes when I took this is another thing that these all these little things I think make make you what you are yes definitely um, and have, has helped me with my instructing as well because yeah. I don't like failing people yeah I hate it because yeah. I know what it felt like when I failed yeah. that first spell I wouldn't go home yeah I'd gone to the grading on my own by bus and obviously it's the day before mobile phones or anything yeah. so I went around my friends sat around there crying my eyes out oh no wouldn't go home and then in the end I she said phone your mum and I phoned my mum and I told her that I'd failed <laughs> oh. I didn't want to go home and tell her um <laughs> But now I can say to, I don't mind telling people. I've always told yeah. people because yeah, what yeah. I say to them is, look, I felt my first grading. Yeah. And we go back to I said I don't. That's why I say to people, don't take it until you're ready. I'm yeah. not holding you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I know what it's like, yeah. and I want you to be ready. Yeah. And then when they do fail, uh, I can say to them, okay, that's fine. Yeah. 
you've got to show that this means something to you yeah and you're going to come back stronger and you're yeah. going to show us and be more determined and again it's about being determined yes so i got i when i felt mine i got over the upset went straight yeah. back to the dojo trained like a lunatic yeah and from then on i got we had different class then we had first and second class yeah first class first class first class yeah. jumped to belt yeah jumped to belt yeah got upgraded yeah. uh and just made me more determined and stronger to do well yeah you know and I, th I think that is the difference and i think that is the one um quality that anyone who goes into karate has to have is that determination mm. and that dedication because yeah. it is hard and you're not going to get it without the work you get you're going to get knocked down yeah and that's old saying yeah you've yeah, got yeah. to get back up again yeah and i've got one young lad um he's one of my young instructors now mm. very promising instructor but he has it hard he, mm. his heart and heart his heart is in karate yeah he absolutely loves it um he's on the shorter side mm. so he is always the underdog in competitions yeah he's very very good but he's always the underdog yeah uh and i've seen him get robbed yeah. of fights yeah. and he has cried hugged me and cried and yeah. as a as a 17 year old boy doing that yeah that yeah. showed me how much that meant yeah, to him yeah, yeah. so i took him aside and i said to him look i'm gonna help you yeah. this was last year i said you were robbed of that fight yeah. i don't care i always say to my students don't complain about the refereeing don't complain yeah. about the officials you've got yeah. to make it so obvious that you've won yeah that they can't take it away from you yeah but then that's me trying to teach them the right way yeah then when i'm there and i see one of them absolutely get robbed yeah how can they believe what i'm telling them yeah, you know yeah. so yeah. i said i saw that should that was disgraceful yeah you've worked so hard i want to help you so yeah. i did i took him under my wing for a year yeah. properly I, I was in touch with him a lot yeah. i gave him a training program outside of karate yeah. i gave him this nutrition program yeah. i switched it around we worked a whole year I changed the way he did his, his karate as well as his other training all throughout that year. We went to the English Championships and he smashed it. He yeah. fought brilliantly and I could not have been happier for someone yeah, yeah, yeah. because I know what it meant to him and what he'd gone through to get there. Yeah. So yeah, you can mould people and help yeah. people as well. And everyone's individual. They're yeah. all different. Everyone is different. And yeah. I think that's the one thing that I've learned through experience yes is you can't teach everybody the same way yeah you know you can show them all the same way yeah but you've got to adapt to the person and and get them to do it in their way you know yeah, yeah definitely and also what works for me doesn't work for them always no, exactly so. but like you say it's that years of experience that have taught you that and i think that's another amazing notable qualities because like you say you think your students are scared of you sometimes but you've got to be one of the most nurturing people i've ever met still with that what is it it's almost like a sternness i think in the dojo but again i think yeah. it comes from respect it isn't a yeah. you know there's definitely no bullying tactics it's just a, what sensei says goes yeah. that's what you yeah. listen to i've got a bit of a wicked sense of humour in the dojo as well yeah. actually <laughs> and I think it takes some getting used to especially mm. the kids when they first come in I think they think am I serious yeah and then they get to know that that was a joke yeah you know? yeah uh, and and you know in this day and age you can't say anything can you so yeah. but I still do yeah to a certain degree yeah I, I've had to learn along yeah. the way as well but yeah. to a certain degree like I'd say to some the mum would say uh he doesn't want to train he doesn't want to train today so i'd look at him and say oh that's all right give me a belt then yeah give me give me a belt and they go well if you don't want to train then you, you know yeah you haven't why have i given you that belt if you yeah, don't yeah. want to train give it yeah. back they come training every lesson yeah, yeah, yeah. so little things like that but yeah. now if the same boy came in the following week i'd go give your belt then and he'd laugh because he yeah, knows yeah, yeah. that it's kind of then becomes a joke yeah so you've got to have your little ways like that yeah i i mean i love teaching the kids they're just great they're, they're just funny mm. they're entertaining 
the majority of them just work so hard as well. Yeah. And they amaze me. Kids in karate yeah. amaze me. Because you know what a karate, karate's like. Yeah. How do they get up and do that in front of everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids. Yeah. How do they remember it all yeah. and get up and do it all? Yeah. You know, it's... Um, That's definitely what I'm learning now is the mum, like... Robin really struggled through lockdown. Now lessons moved to Zoom. He just couldn't get on with the online. He loves being in the physical dojo and, and doing it. And we'd kind of be, I'd still be trying to practice with him at home. And we had our sensei set little challenges and stuff. And I'd kind of be like, no, don't do that. Do that. I'm like, he's five. No, no. He's I five. And even if his arms and legs are out the wrong way, he still remembered which way to turn and what move to do. Yeah. He's just yeah. somewhere got his wires crossed. And I, I think I'm realising that, that I've really got a not get involved I've really <laughs> got to step back he does his training I yeah. do my training and I've got a loose sensation to do their work do you know what as he gets older that, that that's okay but yeah at this young age I mean I, I've got parents who are karate coaches as well yeah. they well, they yeah. you know outside karate coaches yeah they do more damage yeah and that's what I'm really afraid of I they do more damage because they're trying to be helpful they're yeah. trying to support their kids but their interpretation, you, you wouldn't be as bad because you're doing the techniques with him. You're yeah. learning with him. Yeah. But they're not in the dojo. Yeah, yeah. They're on the sidelines. So their interpretation of what I'm saying and what I'm showing is wrong. Yeah. And the, they get the kids to try and do it their way and mm. they're getting worse. And yeah. when you try and say to them, do you think you could just, um, you just don't put too much pressure on them. Yeah. Let, let them just come to the dojo and enjoy it and don't put too much pressure on them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because you'll lose them otherwise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with, with you, um, doing, it, doing it with Robin is great, obviously. And we've got... Oh, pet, so we, lovely. We've got... Stu we've, got stu we've got... We've got fourth dance now mm. whose children started. Yeah. And they used to bring their children and they yeah. used to sit and watch their yeah. children and they thought if I'm sitting there watching it why don't I do it with them yeah yeah they're now fourth dance yeah 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 you know yeah. just by sitting and watching their children yeah decided to join in yeah it can very much be a family thing oh it is it's it's so there's something so magical about doing it with him because it was such a big part of my childhood and it's so mm. lovely to be doing it alongside him starting from scratch again it's not mm. like I'm sat here as a retired black belt doing it you know no <laughs> we're starting from the same place together and that's again something that i think is very common across all associations is it is a family thing you know mm. the socials are there the courses are there mm. and everyone gets involved and yeah. i think um that's what i love is the community feel um, yeah that, it is that comes it, with it, it becomes a family yeah we, we're very much uh we call it the Kaicho Kai family, you yeah. know, which I didn't name that. Yeah. Other people started saying it, yeah. so I thought, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Our karate family, they say. Yeah. That, that's quite nice. And when, when we do lose people, uh, it's it's gen we've hardly lost any. I have to say, most of the people that start with me stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, and it's harder for them now because yeah. pressures of work are much harder. Yeah. Uh, hours at work are longer. Uh, and I always say, look, if you want it to happen, you'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. You know, you can go to work and you can say, oh, I'm too tired now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't go training, I'm too tired. I used to be tired. Mm. I used to come home and I used to think, oh, I could go to sleep now. Yeah. But as soon as you get in the dojo, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You'll be all right. So just yeah. get them to the dojo. And that's what I say to parents as well. Yeah. You know, you know what Dean was like. Yeah. Uh, he'd come home from school and I knew that he didn't really want to go to karate. Yeah. So he'd lie on the settee yeah. and try and he'd be tired. I went, I'll let him have a little while. Come on then, you need to get your, your gear on. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. And once he got there, he, it was fine. Yeah. It was yeah. just getting them there, you know. I think you've got to get a balance of supporting, encourage them, encouraging them yeah. to get through the dojo door yeah uh but they're not pushing too much if they're really yeah know, hating it definitely yeah that's why we had to stop with robin during lockdown because it was just it was just more <laughs> stressful and i didn't want him to then lose his enjoyment of it and last week when i said hey mate guess what we can go back to the dojo tonight oh he was so excited yeah. and we yeah. both came out absolutely buzzing yeah. and yeah. he loved the fact that my class is now the same time as his because of like the the way things are being run post covid a bit differently we can actually be in the same class yeah. together we're literally stood next to that's each other brilliant. That's and brilliant. that's that's really but lovely. we we had the same we had um i've got a family the mum 
the young daughter and the the son all um all train and they the mum had only just started before lockdown yeah but she carried on on the zooms yeah her daughter next to her her son the other side yeah the, the daughter was i think seven and the son was five yeah daughter and mother fine the yeah. son yeah all around the place distracted yeah. da, 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 da. and i thought this is unusual it's not like this in the class yeah now i'm thinking it's such a strange environment mm-hmm. for them to be yeah. on a screen yeah you're seeing seeing me on a screen yeah. and not having they can't see anyone else yeah so they don't yeah. know everyone else is doing what they're doing yeah uh just got to let it go i yeah. just had to ignore it Definitely. and the mum was getting a bit stressed by it yeah. and i said to her just leave it let it go yeah. it's fine and um, we've gone back to outside group training yeah and the little boy completely switched back yeah it's fine yeah yeah robbie's yeah. the same he smashed it this week just yeah. feel so proud of him. Oh, I think they're in their house as well, aren't they? It's their own house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting yeah. them to do this. He's actually, he's he's a really confident kid, Robin, but he was really self-conscious because he, at the beginning of the screen, you'd see everyone, like in the gallery mode, you'd see everybody. Mm. Then we'd switch it to full screen, so yeah. obviously we could only see Sensei. Yeah. But he was worried that everybody was watching him. Oh, that's it. You've knocked it on the head there. Yeah, he was yeah. worried everyone was watching yeah. him. And then when he kind of did something wrong or fell out of time with it, he thought, oh, yeah. my God, all of these other children are watching me and laughing at me. And yeah. I was like, they're not. I promise they're not looking at you. They're just... But he just... He couldn't get over it. And like I said to you earlier, he said to me, Mummy, I've got all the time in the world to be a black <laughs> so I'll wait until we go oh, back no. to the dojo. When, when you told me that, that oh, I couldn't believe that. He's, he's much older for his years, that Oh, one. he is, yeah. He is. And he's determined. Like he says, yeah, I'm not going to give up till I'm a black How belt. brilliant would that be if he went all the way yeah. and had his own little club? Yeah. Could How good imagine? would that yeah. be? That would yeah. be a real amazing, amazing thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, it's like with, with Kerry now doing our own clubs, I can't, I can't, I mean, I look at the photos. I mean, yeah, that's got up to be. there, you know, with Kerry and Dean. And, yeah. And you think, oh, that's my little girl, you yeah. know, doing her own clubs. And she represented uh England, yeah, in the Europeans and worlds yeah. as well. And I was allowed to go out and be the chaperone, and yeah, that was very nice because that was her and two other one, two of my students made up a team, yeah. So that that was good. Yeah. Do you know one of the biggest things though? When I started my own association, uh, and someone said to me, "Why don't you teach in the schools?" Mm. After school clubs, yeah, you know, you might as well do that. And that's all. Oh, okay. So, well, that was the. One, the, that's got to be the biggest challenge yeah. in my, since teaching karate. Yeah. Because I had to learn to teach a different way. Yeah. Because I was going into these schools and expecting the children who've never done karate before, yeah. don't know the setup, yeah. to behave the same as within the club. Yeah. And I was coming home with headaches and yeah. stress and thinking, how am I ever going to get them through their belts? And yeah, I thought, yeah. hang on, relax. Yeah. There's no rush. No. Let them just enjoy it. Yep. So as soon as I turned it around and started saying to the, to the children and to the parents, yeah. this is an introduction to karate. Yes, yeah. It's just to give them a taste, an introduction. Yeah. And we'll see how they progress. Yeah. If they want to progress fully, they really need to extend it to come to train at the clubs as well. Yes. As soon yeah. as I managed it that way. Yeah. It was a weight off my shoulders. I started yeah. enjoying it. I love the school teaching now. Yeah, yeah. The children, it's like being a teacher though. You're with them from age four or five mm. and then they leave at 10 or 11. Yeah. And it's quite sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite sad when you leave them because yeah. in the in the clubs, they don't leave. Yeah. They're with you till they're 30, 40. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so that is, that's, that was a new experience again. Like I say, you're always getting these new experiences, yeah. new challenges and... You know, I mean, I've been in the schools now for 10 years and mm. it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So you are 40 years into your karate career plus? I am 40 plus years into my karate career. I'd say 45. 45 and still. 45 plus. Over 45. Yeah, over 45 years. And you still have the same love and passion for oh, it I love it it's, as you it's did. uh it's in the blood yeah it's in the blood i mean um i've i keep getting a new enthusiasm yeah. for it it, it, mm. it it's 
constant. You yeah. know, you, you plateau for a little yeah. while and then something will happen and you get yeah. a new enthusiasm for it. Yeah. Uh, you might, it might be as simple as seeing one of one of your students that has been struggling get their next grade yeah, yeah. and you've got that new buzz or, yeah. or you go in a class and the, the class has been really in it yeah on it that that night and, yeah good energy yeah or i've got a bad mood and i take it out on them yeah. and, I, and then i come out feeling really okay <laughs> <laughs> had up for that lesson had up for that session lots of burpees yeah oh god <laughs> Yeah, they're not fond memories. Yeah. Those burpees. It is good because I, I think with with um, yeah with me I, you know I can't ever see it not being part of me. Yeah. Part of my life in whatever way it is. Yeah. Um, you know, even if it's sitting on the sidelines watching. Yeah. At a later date. Yeah. I can't imagine not doing that. You know, yeah. not turning up and watching and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I have uh, I have taught karate in a cast. I've taught karate when I've been pregnant. Yeah. Um, the belt has just got shorter and shorter and shorter. It's like <laughs> bigger and bigger and bigger. And then after after you have the child, the babies, you you try and get back in, and you know when you're starting to get back into shape because the, yeah. the name on your belt, you can start reading it. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, there's not a lot that uh, keeps me away from it. Um, no. Even lockdown. Yeah. I, I, we've come out. I, I think we will come out bigger and stronger yeah. from lockdown. Yeah. We've picked up new beginners from people that have watched us over the parks. Yeah. And the parents have come along and said, can we join in? Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. they've yet to experience the dojo. Yeah. So whether they will stay or not is another thing. Yeah. But uh, once yeah. they experience the dojo, I hope they'll enjoy it even more. Yeah, you know? definitely. Because that's, that's the real karate in there, you know. Yeah. Not out on the grass in trainers and yes. not being able to do your pair work or close enough to spar yeah. and things like that so yeah we've, we have to do things differently but we still do it yeah. and you know what it's done it's made me teach differently again yeah. and this is why I say something comes up and challenges yeah. you all the time all of a sudden I'm on Zoom which I am alien to all this yeah. really and I'm talking like I'm a foreigner <laughs> hello can you see me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> and then, oh, Kerry's, oh, no, just talk normally. Yeah. Just, just talk normally. <laughs> so I did. Once yeah. I got into it, into the sort yeah. of it, I got into it. But you see the size of this room. Mm. This is where we did the lessons. Yeah, yeah. I clear it out. I clear the chair out. And, yeah. But it was literally laptop over there. Yeah. And up and down. Yeah. And we did carter, yeah. and we did higher level carter. Yeah. But I did it one piece at a time, yeah. one piece at a time, and then we linked it all together. Yeah. And we've kept that. And mm -hmm. I said, when we're in the dojo, you've all learned a new carter now. Yeah, yeah. When we're in the dojo, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, yeah. You remember all those little pieces. Yeah. We're going to put it all together when we've got more space. Yeah, yeah. But that made my mind have to work differently yeah, yeah. and think differently. And I'd be out in the garden going through things again and yeah. and and thinking, right, how can I fit this in and that in? And you just found these things come out of you. You didn't even realise you could yeah. do. Yeah. You know, you didn't even realise your mind could and make your body switch and do things differently. And yeah. a lot of old techniques came out mm. that, you know, were hidden away. Uh, so it was, it was quite fun. I quite, yeah. ended up quite enjoying those. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we went, outside and that's different again because yeah. you have different elements yeah of course we went through everything we went through yeah. heat wave yes cold weather rainy weather yeah but uh, and you officially reopen next week in physical dojo on monday and i can't wait to get the gi back on again yes. because we haven't been wearing those we've been wearing tracksuits and oh. jogging bottoms and t-shirts i yeah. can't wait to get that back on and get in there Back into the it's going to be bit. brilliant. It's, yeah. it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see um, the outcome of co of lockdown. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, um, whether we've got casualties, whether people have mm. stopped. Yeah, uh, certainly the higher grade belts won't stop. And we, mm. we again we're going into a new era mm. because, like you say, a lot of the people you've seen on here that you saw when they was five, six year olds, mm. they're now eighteen. Yeah. 19, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. One's just got his first job, an apprenticeship in London. Yeah. In a big, big accountancy firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
another one's working with his granddad mm. you know uh, another one's doing his final college year so there's changes yeah and it's going to be interesting to see how how all these take place but this is yeah. what happens yeah it's like i say is uh it's nothing new no Th- things Big change cycle, but we yeah. just keep changing with it moving yeah. with it and uh yes it's interesting yeah and you're doing it so successfully so congratulations on taking that risk those years ago because it certainly paid off it has paid and off i am i had two choices then i either quit it yeah i either stop it yeah or i do it my way yeah do it my way have my beliefs uh my standards mm-hmm. um in what i believe karate is about or i stop and i'm yeah. so glad I, I didn't stop. Yeah. You know, I it's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, I can't wait to be back in this office when that one is a two and you're celebrating your 20-year anniversary. Oh, my goodness. I'll be, I'll be in a, a mobility scooter. Then. No, you won't. <laughs> Absolutely not a chance if I know you. That, well, that will not be the case at all. So, um, well, you know what? I can't wait for you to get that black belt. Yeah. Because we will celebrate. Oh, God, yeah. We will celebrate and you will come into my dojo and bow at that door yeah that would be an absolute that would be amazing to do that that would yeah. be incredible you've said yeah all right i'll, I'll accept that we're, challenge we're yeah i'll accept that i'll accept that great um so i could talk to you forever but we're gonna have to wrap up so let me finish with our final question that i ask everyone is do you have any women in your life who have been your extraordinary girl that have been some sort of uh, motivation or inspiration or someone that you've always looked to and been like wow you're you're something else you are well do you know what i mean it might be a cliche it might be everyone says it but it's got to be my mum yeah it's got to be yeah and um without me getting emotional because i could get emotional now yeah. because i've not been asked that yeah. question really yeah um but it's something that i know in my heart uh my mum's story is, um, I was born in India. We yeah. came to England when I was only two. Yeah. Myself, my two sisters, my brother, my dad. Uh, we'd been here for two years. And my brother died, mm. motorcycle accident. He was 21, killed outright. Mm. Two years later, my dad died of cancer. Mm. But since losing my brother and the two years in between my dad passing away, he was suffering with cancer. So for yeah. she was grieving for her son while her husband was suffering with cancer. Um, so all of a sudden she, she's in this country for less than five years. Yeah. She's widowed. Yeah. She doesn't know the ways yeah. of people. You know, I remember my next yeah. door neighbour, her her mum, my best friend actually, Dawn, we grew up together, her mum, teaching my mum how to scrub the doorstep with the red... <laughs> polished thing that they used to use yeah. all little things like that now she hadn't worked she'd worked when she was younger in India but mm-hmm. not in later life and she started working in factories mm. to br- she had three girls yeah. to bring yeah. up you know and then she got jobs in uh, full canteen where she was getting up at four o'clock in the morning mm. to get to work to start at five six yeah. she had developed Via rheumatoid arthritis, mm. but was still getting up yeah. in the cold, yeah. damp weather every day to support us. Mm. Um, she was the one that paid for my first karate lessons, yeah. uh, my first karate suits, my license. Yeah. Um, and I, to this day, when I look at all this, I say to her, "Thank you." Yeah. Because if you hadn't done that for me, yeah. I wouldn't be here now. Yeah. And she was a single parent not with a lot of money, yeah. on her own, and she supported me. She was so proud yeah. of it. She was always yeah. telling people, I'd get embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, Please don't say this again. You know, I'd get embarrassed. And then that, that cut there, that's what the first cup I won at the Europeans. Oh, wow. Uh, that is actually silver. Oh. But my mum, I gave it to my mum. I yeah. won it, yeah. and I gave it to my mum. Yeah. And she polished it, and it went like that. And... <laughs> I did not have the heart to say t- anything to her otherwise. Yeah. That's fine, don't That's worry fine. about it. It's yeah. fine, you know. And the reason I gave that to her, one of the reasons was I wanted to because that's where it all stemmed from but also my brother when he was younger did boxing mm. and he won a tiny little cup. If you look behind you, see the one with the corkscrew? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the, uh, yeah. what was it called? What's it called? Well, the coin on the top of the cork. Uh, in the cork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he won that at boxing when he was seven oh. and she kept that and kept it and kept it and I thought yeah. right you can have mine now to go yeah. with it yeah. and the cork in there is the champagne that was opened when we started this club oh so, how lovely but yeah it's got it, i mean there's lots of women out there that are brilliant absolutely brilliant but i think if i had to name one yeah it's got to be it's her be because she supported me through everything you yeah. know every everything that i did yeah um and was always so proud of it all as yeah. well yeah but it, none of it would have happened she no, she hadn't started it off Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Maura, thank you so much. It's been so lovely. Thank you, Laura. And do you know what? It's really nice that you... uh you thought of me for this oh like i say again it's a that's a shock to me that is an absolute shock i think oh really yeah (laughs) no like i say to me you are always have been that living embodiment of girl power like i think it was so important that growing up i had this female sensei and this strong woman to look up to and to teach me and train me and as um sort of disciplined and stern as you are as a sensei just also the most nurturing and, and loving Aww. person to to help mould us as kids and like I say teach us how to throw a decent punch yeah. and, uh, and look after ourselves. There's nothing and, better than teaching someone how to punch. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. So yeah, thank you so much You're for being on the show. It's You're welcome. Thanks, Laura. You are definitely no ordinary guy. Oh, thank you. If you're enjoying No Ordinary Gal, why not leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from? It's a great way to let other ordinary girls know about the show too. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.